teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. A lot is being asked of people working in schools. Teachers have more and more things to do. The shortage of teachers right now, um, you know, having to fill a lot of holes and and wear a lot of hats, it's, it's very difficult. There are steps you can take to manage stressful times, whether in the classroom or outside of work. For me personally, I can disconnect by just being outside. Laughing (laughs) works a lot. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. Teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Ready to get your glitter on? Then head to Worlds of Fun Grand Carnival from July 23rd through August 7th for a larger-than-life shimmering celebration. Join the spectacle of color, a dazzling parade of floats, performers, music, and beads that sweeps across the park. And take your taste buds on a world tour while dancing to music after dark. Save over 45% with the Carnival Bundle, which includes admission, parking, and three food tastings. Only at worldsoffun.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So I'm in uh, Crouch End, and a tradition between me and my family when we go to football is to meet up in Crouch End, have a few beers, maybe get some breakfast, and get W3 over to Tottenham. And I thought it would be an apt thing to do to do the exact same journey as we always have done. Um, going to Spurs has always been something I did with my family I, I, I've got five brothers I've got a dad who introduced us to 
uh, to the game to, to our club and um, it's a bit weird because I'm actually having to go over on my own obviously we went to the uh, Man United game last game of the season the Arsenal game before that the tickets were difficult to get uh, the stadium was what 36,000 now it's 62,000 and I was the only one out of all of us that could get a ticket to the game they can obviously understand it it's going to be a really popular game it's the first game back to the new season all of us were desperate to go but I found myself on my own I won't be on my own the whole time I'll be going over to meet Ricky T some of the Patreon 30% lot um, but yeah it's a bit of a weird one I never thought I'd kind of I never thought that it would be such a difficult thing to get to a stadium with the people that you've shared so many memories about it with so it's a little I didn't expect to feel this way I expected to be very excited but I'm, there's a bit of uh, I'm a little bit melancholic um, but hopefully that will fade as I get the bus over to Tottenham and experience all the things that I have done over the many many years going to watch our great football club play uh, like I said we're meeting up with Rick and that in a minute and we're going to see what they think about it we're going to have a little walk around the stadium see what the initial feelings are and uh, yeah and I hope you enjoy this slightly different podcast to what we usually do Tottenham versus Palace first game and it's a must win game so I've just got off the bus at W3 bus on White Hart Lane and you can already see it like the rim of the stadium is glaring in the sun you can see the flaps on the side of the stadium and it's so imposing it's so big it's like you'd have to get on top of White Hart Lane the old stadium in order to see it it was sort of neatly tucked in terraced housing but this is something else it just dominates the area and I'm, I'm still half a mile from it maybe less but it it's huge it's fucking massive I can't wait to look, have a look round it's also really weird because everything is the same but different it's, I'm walking down my lane the old railway pub which is on the right hand side it's still a derelict and it's been that way for many many years the calves on the left hand side are still here while Adelaide station is no different you know the queuing and the bus over here is all the same but I know that I'm walking into something that's completely different that, I, that is still my football club but isn't what I understand or I know it to be and it's a, it's a really weird feeling I'm excited uh, I'm a little nervous for some reason I just feel like I don't I'm, there's a part of me that's a little bit worried despite that, what everybody said in terms of it feeling like what well, Art Lane that it, for me it won't I mentioned previously about the last game of the, last game at the old stadium that um, that it didn't quite feel like I, di- I didn't get the emotion that everyone else got which was shocking to me but I'm hoping to walk into the stadium not necessarily the concourse and the, and the new you know bars and and you know, the food and all that I'm, I'm less interested in that bollocks I want to get that magic feeling that feeling I got when I walked up the stairs at you know eight or nine years old with my old man when I first saw the pitch at White Lane I want to feel something like that when I go in to this stadium and I'm a little bit nervous that I won't so I don't know I'm off to meet Rick and Flonius now and uh, catch up with them and see how they're feeling I'm just turning in from uh, White Lane onto the high road and fuck me, it's so imposing. It's it's how it's like it's like it just fucking 
it's so hard to describe it just covers the it just takes over the, the high road this isn't the high road anymore this is our fucking this is our stadium this is this is Tottenham the whole area is, is, is dominated by this stadium and fucking hell it's huge it's it, what does this mean like what does this mean for Tottenham is it it's, it's a new era it's a, definitely a new era it's a new beginning to something else it's uh, it's it's there's so many memories that we've conjured in the old stadium and it's, it's difficult to give that up and, and, and let that go behind and part of me was like do we even want to leave the, the old stadium isn't the traditions that we should build your football club on more important than progression but when you when you're outside it when you're looking at it it's hard to argue why we haven't why we didn't build this many many years ago and why 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 this why this project was in in place for so long it's just fucking gigantic and this is you know a message to the world it's putting the rest of the league on notice putting the rest of world football on notice that Spurs are here and we're we're ready to compete at the highest level like the care and craft that's gone into it it's, it's one thing building a stadium that fits 62,000 people in order to generate revenue but it's another thing to create something that is a fucking masterpiece and I'm not even inside I'm just looking at the outside of it I've lost for words to be honest it's fucking incredible absolutely fucking beautiful so uh, yeah I've just uh, met the boys in the pub got John Bass Lonely Phil and Ricky oi oi what up hello How's going, boys are you excited yeah all good man so you just had a walk around the stadium Rick yeah well I, I walked down from um, Seven Sisters I never normally do that but I thought I'd make the long walk to see how the stadium looks the, like the, how, how big it actually is and as it coming down you can see the stadium and like from the, the old wire like you, you would never be able to see it until you were right on top of the stadium and this this sticks out but um, it's got because of the grey it blends in with the surroundings as well it's not too like sticks out like a tall thumb but as soon as you get close and you see all the detail and how big it is it is absolutely incredible I've got to go. so you two have been, been to the game already a couple yeah. of games are a testament uh, what, what does it mean to be back here on an actual game that means something uh, it is beyond exciting like the, the Legends game for me was like more just seeing the stadium now I'm like actually in the mindset of we've got a big game at our own stadium again yeah. and it just feels amazing yeah buzzer it's just um, a load of relief um, early one for my hundreds of Instagram followers you saw us near Wembley Stadium and I took um, took, a, took a picture of um, the arch I said thank fuck we're not back there again because yes. I don't know what stadium is a few police around I don't know why I just thought just thank god we're just not here anymore you, uh, and it's just nice to be back home any part of you think um, uh, the, the kind of the length that we waited to get back in there it, it was all worth it <laughs> I, I, I ain't yeah. in yet, but, uh, <laughs> but from the outside it looks amazing. Look, the thing is, right, in any of these massive projects, like they, they, they always overrun, they're always o- o- overspending, and it feels good to finally be able to get back and have that opportunity to get in. And like all the stuff that, that's got into it about, um, you know, the fan experience for uh, on the concourses of bars and restaurants and all that, like going down to the stadium acoustics. I haven't heard the stadium acoustics yet. But from what you hear and what you hear from the test events, you, you can't.
cannot help but feel absolutely buzzing about it. I mean, I can't wait to get in there, man. No, nor can I. And what I'm most excited about is the amount of people who said it's like White Hart Lane. And I mean, I know you guys have said it as well, but I just want to. I, like, I mentioned before that I'm a little bit nervous. I won't get the reaction in my body that I want. That it won't. It, it won't impact me in the way that other people have talked about. Uh, so I'm excited and a little bit anxious about what it's going to be like when I walk in. But I don't want to walk in and go. Fuck, it weren't worth it. <laughs> what the fuck's this? It's quiet. It's fucking shit, mate. Yeah. yeah, to be fair, though, what I would say is, like, the previous events have been, obviously, like, lower capacity and essentially friendlies. I think everyone's feeling that, like, kind of, like, uh, excitement level. Plus, it's going to be full capacity. Yeah. I-, I think it's going to be fucking electric in there tonight. I just want to get today over and done with some kind of guy who's been in the stadium. Yeah. And obviously, it's exciting and everything, but there's so much, like, I mean, in the club, they're selling special shirts and mugs and all sorts. Yeah. Just to get it out of the way, just get the opening game out of the way, so it could be our home again, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the City game would probably be the one where, you know, like the real atmosphere, the real tension. I mean, let, let, let's not forget that um, we're in a bad run of four at the moment. We're not, we haven't picked that point, so this game is still massive, huge. Massive, yeah. We need to get back to winning, and there is no better way to do it than your new grounds uh, how to, just as a quick prediction because this is going to be going out as like a uh, like a audio I, I really don't want to say blog but I'm going to say that uh, so like, how, how do you feel going into the game do you feel like it's something we're going to win or uh, yeah I, I think we are I think this is going to be uh, a really good performance because I think basically we don't have another choice the players have got to perform and I think when we've really been up against their recent years like Poch has managed to pull out performances uh, I'm going for a 3-1 fairly confident see uh, how much do you, how much motivation do you think the players will take from playing in the stadium do you think that's a factor is it a good thing well, I'd be massively motivated well, they don't want to let the fans down there's just been something they've been building towards for the last well 18 months or so I mean they've said that they've not been affected but I think ultimately they want to be back home yeah. among their own fans so I, I, towards the end of the uh, final season at White Lane I was just conscious of the fact that we had an old big game against Arsenal which we won and against Man United the last game of the season no one wanted to lose that one and I feel like it's the same going into this the history books will remember this result so I said we have to ensure we win this one Andres Townsend's out he's got a wrist injury oh no really? yeah and you know it's poetry for him to score yeah. and do the no celebration he's having a tug over the stadium that's why that's it. That's exactly <laughs> it. So I'm here with Nick, uh, John Bass is me. Uh, right. What was you saying, Nick? You, we're walking up to the stadium, we're going to go in and have a beer and stuff, but you were saying about it feeling like a different place. Though. Yeah, it's transformed the area, I think is the best way of putting it. It literally... It was a shithole before. It then, was a complete <laughs> shithole, and now, now it's got the most modern stadium in the world right on top of it. It's yeah. fucking mad. Yeah. So what was, you, what was you saying about it kind of... Uh, it's just like it's just disorientating like in comparison to what it was before and you kind of knew where you were in relation to everywhere else in the stadium once you're inside the ground I think now it's just going to take a little bit of time to get used to once you're like in your seat it feels really similar and it's amazing but yeah it just takes a little bit of time to kind of orientate yourself how long have you been coming oh since I was 13 12, 13 I think and then not season ticket that long but yeah, on off for 30, uh, 20 years, sorry. And when they sort of sent us to Wembley and uh, kind of talked about that kind of, you know, the fact that, that we were going to play away for so long and it went on longer than, than, than you thought, how did you kind of enjoy following Spurs during oh, that period? The last, well, I'd say the last 10 games have been difficult, like difficult to be motivated to go, atmosphere's been awful, so just not felt like Spurs at all. That was what. That's what I thought gave us identity before we went there. That small thirty thousand. Yeah. 
on top of it token now it's obviously double we we bring the same back bring the noise one of the best stadiums I've ever been to was the Bernabeu. That was the stadium yeah. for me that kind of like blew me away when I went in there. It was just something else. And you were saying about how you, uh, how you've, uh, you kind of experienced the Dortmund stadium. And yeah, Dortmund. So what Bayern. was this like when going into this? It's just on another level of. Fuck it, hang on, let's go for the security. Hang on, a sec. so D- Dortmund. Basically, Dortmund, Munich, Bernabeu. New camp. I just feel like it's just modernised all of the blame out of the water. Really? Feel, oh, 100 percent here. Because that's a massive we're, shout. When we heard about because we, we were in the upper upper tier, I guess you can see it all again. The thing that the south stand, just how high it goes and the rays on it, just I, I can't get over it. Just how big it feels. So the talk about it being the best stadium in the world ain't unfounded. It's, it's a legitimate. I don't think it is, I, and I think everything that's available behind the scenes as well is a supporter like the pubs that are in here the bars you can just go in and it's like you're on site but you're in the booster as well so you can't there's no complaints tell me tell me something about the uh, the fact that it feels like white art lane because that, that's something a lot of people have been saying is, is that a genuine thing does it feel like the old white art lane i think as you come through the steps yeah for me it was still the same i felt yeah. like i could see the pitch like when i was a kid again that's yeah. what it felt like again so that's where i think it kept its heritage if you like and that it felt like the old while well, lane straight away because that's that's the thing I'm, I'm I'm a little bit anxious about the fact that it won't feel like home and I know everyone's saying it but I kind of and I feel like it's been built up like some sort of amazing film that everybody's <laughs> yeah, yeah. talking about I and mean, when I watch it it's like eh, ain't all that but uh, it's, 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 it's like a weird feeling that you're walking into Mate. this stadium it's uh, it's really weird but also like amazing this is obviously the first like match of this new stadium you said about like is it going to be home let's fucking make it home yeah let's fucking make it a fortress we're going to fucking win it all <laughs> Nick you just asked whether or not I was going to go up to um, to the seat we're actually inside the stadium now and I feel like I'm going to wait. I've got to wait until it's full. I need to experience it in its, in its glory. I almost, I had a little you'll glimpse. you under the lights as well, so you're going to get a double bubble. Yeah, mate. I, I just had a little glimpse through the door then as we were walking past. And I, kind of, you know, I turned my eye. I didn't want to see it. It's like a girl in a short skirt. <laughs> and you're with your missus on the high street. Yeah, yeah. You've got to look, do, the great, do the right thing and turn your eye. So I'm just going to wait. But uh, the place is rammed. It's like two hours before kickoff. The place is absolutely rammed already. And if Levy's uh, vision of getting everybody in and then them spending their entire day inside this stadium, then it's kind of been realised at this stage, anyhow. Yeah, for sure. Like, but when it's, we know that our team are coming out and we're playing a game. Yeah, with a Harry Kane coming yeah. out, Delhi Ali. Oh, I wish, um, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I wish Kane was leaving us out. I yeah, um, same. Well, I mean, like he's leaving Luga. us out in the stadium. Yeah, man, I'm um, I'm buzzing. I'm really buzzing. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm getting your nervous energy there. Yeah, saying. I'm really getting. I'm fucking. Yeah. And I think the kind of the setup of having um, having Wembley for so long has kind of set us up for this perfectly, isn't it? Yes. It's, uh, it's 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 like in the way it's built. Certainly, this concourse around the, the kind of gangway around the pitch, around the stadium that you can move around. It feels a little bit like Wembley. I've got to be honest. It doesn't. It's not dissimilar. Yeah. Uh, but 
I don't know. It's a lot more corporate than the old lane for obvious reasons. And it's quite American. Yeah. You can tell there's an audience as well. Yeah. I would say as well, um, already the atmosphere is very different to the Legends game. You can feel like a lot more uh, buzz in the air. Buzz, yeah, for definite. Like, I think before it was almost like a like celebration of, oh, thank God it's going to happen. And now it's here, I feel like that electric like energy is back. I can't wait to get out of here. No, yeah, you can't It's an hour and a half before kickoff. You can't. You can barely move in it. Yeah, it's so rammed in here. That's the volume of people that are in it. That's what like we're gonna notice. I think that's a big difference in it. And then, and then there's lots of people with smiles on their faces. Yeah. I think one thing that will set this place apart, though. I think someone was saying the other day there's 50,000 season ticket holders, so yeah. 7,000 member tickets. So that should take away. You know, you get it in other grounds where there's just loads of people that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Hopefully we won't have that. Lads, what do you think of that? Yeah, it's already, it's already like, like a Spanish guitar, like, what the fuck's that all about? Yeah, that's he's a calming, bit. he's calming us. <laughs> I, I remember once we went to the um, uh, Wembley, I think we were supposed to play in Arsenal, maybe, and they had a band like that and they were playing Wonderwall, we were 1 0 down, I think we were 1 0 down, it was maybe it's 0 0. People were going mental, and, and on on the uh, like get these cunts off the stage. And then when we uh, they were showing the replays on the fucking uh, screens, and people were coining it. For me, that's real football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that um, Spanish noodling that you just heard there was a bit. It's a bit low key for me. They, they need to get something a bit more grimy, a bit or more nothing. Gritty. Or nothing. Yeah. Nothing's better. Preferably nothing. Yeah. 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 So, like organic support is a massive thing. Yeah. After the game, when the pubs, well, the pub that, that, that we keep calling the pub, when that's open, if there's music or even a DJ, I can get on board with that. It's just this live shit before a game. Yeah, that ain't football, is that it? Ain't really? football, that ain't football. Like,
here with Ross, you, uh, who uh, sorted me a ticket out. You're, you're, you've got two seasons against your wife couldn't come. That's right, yeah, we couldn't both make it. She got She is gutted, yeah, but we'll be coming to the Huddersfield game. Okay, so that's, that's fair enough. We'll get to experience it there. So, um, what, did you get a season ticket last year, or how long you had a yeah, season Yeah, this is the first season with a season ticket. Um, I've been on the waiting list for years, so I was, I was quite near the top, so... When we got offered them, we already decided we couldn't afford them, but then we thought, fuck it, we'll do it anyway. So, how much how much it cost you? Uh, they were 875 quid each. Um, I mean, it's kind of worked out all right, because like I said, I couldn't afford them, but I'll be getting refunds every time a game's been transferred to Wembley, and I'm paying it off monthly, so it's, it's kind of worked out all right, and it's it's guaranteed me a seat here tonight. So. Well, it's guaranteed me a seat here tonight. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah, tell you how the, the, the difficulty that we've had trying to get tickets for this game. Yeah, uh, I must admit, I was uh, and, and, I, I did not envy the people that were all in the, mate, in the queue. You, you came out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, and went, I've got a ticket, my wife can't come. Do you fancy it? And I was like, mate, all over it, all over it. Well, yeah, I mean, I got two two cousins who both support Tottenham and are both members, and uh, I went to both of them to see if they wanted the ticket, but neither of them could make it, so... Um, I'm oh, eternally yeah. grateful. So we're working our way round from the south. So we've just spent the uh, the last half hour, 45 minutes in the uh, below the south stand at the Goal Line Bar. Is it Goal Line Bar? Goal Line Bar. Yeah. 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 Uh, the atmosphere was incredible. Everybody's yeah. buzzing. Now we're just making our way to past the fucking live band again. What the fuck is going on? That Spurs have built this entire stadium and they've done it perfect. And then some yeah. some prick decided to have a live bar. Yeah. Like I banned it. Anyway, it's, it's an incredible place. I mean, it's, it's did you go to the previous game? No, no. I've um, deliberately stayed away the whole time this place has been built. I've, I've sort of passed it on the train every day on my commute at some distance. So I've sort of watched it grow on the horizon. I've deliberately stayed away from here, and I didn't apply for tickets for the test events. I just wanted to wait until the first, the first competitive game here, and I, and I was gutted actually when I saw the Legends game. I was gutted I wasn't there, but. Now tonight, I'm I'm glad I waited. So um, uh, we're, we're making our way round to the, uh, the north, what is it? North stand yeah. up bar. Next to it, uh, level five. Yeah, we've got to start heading up the stairs now. There are, if you're in level five, there are a lot of stairs. Right, right. <laughs> right that's real well. Number eight, Harry Winks. Number twelve, Vincent Young. Number sixteen, Paul Walker Pieces. Number twenty-one, Owen Boyce. And number twenty-seven, Lucas Mora. Hey, hey. Ross, we've uh, made it up here. Uh, this is your seat for the next year at least. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I, 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 this is fucking incredible. It is so big. It's unbelievable. It's so steep as well. You really feel like you're on top of the pitch. I mean, I've sat high up near the back of Wembley and it's nothing like this. Do you, do, you, uh, do, you, do you understand what people are talking about when it feels like what are they? It does. Um, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, I think we'll feel it more when the game starts and the singing starts and the atmosphere gets going. So people know we're, we're facing the part lane, uh, the single tier stand, which insanely big. Yeah. Looks huge. 17.5 thousand people there to our left is the uh, shelf, the east stand. To our right is the west stand. We're sitting in the north side, and it does look like White Hart Lane on, on steroids. It feels like it's got character somehow, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. it's not. And I'm looking at the pitch, and I can almost see White Hart Lane. Yeah, I can almost see it. It's um, yeah, it's, it's breathtaking. Yeah. Absolutely. 
are you feeling about going into the game? Obviously, it's a massive, massive game, mate. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I, I just feel so privileged to be here, first of all. Yeah, me too. Um, I do have this, I don't call me a pessimist, I've got this horrible sense that, you know, everyone's so excited about being here, something's going to go wrong tonight, but I think once it's played, it's coming Yeah, yeah, but like everyone says, we're not like that anymore. I think once we get going, we we should have enough to beat them at home. Um, you know, if, if the players consider this home being the first time they've played here at the Tottenham crowd, but... I think once this place gets going, I, I think we'll uh, we'll really spur them on. And, and the, only, we can do it. the only difference to this stadium is the. I oh, listen to this. so much of the sky and so much of the uh, sound escapes from where we are right now you can't see any sky it's all going to get kept in yeah it's, yeah it's, it's immense it, it, it feels going close doesn't it Joe uh, Ross the only difference is that from the north stand in White Hart Lane the away fans are to our right but right now they're down to our left yeah well they're, they're all down in the bottom chair I think aren't they yeah at the moment it, it, I think be different for Champions League games because I know these seats that I've got here, I have to be pretty located for the Champions yeah. League games. I think the, the away you, fans do are. Do you think that somehow, like obviously the South Stand was the kind of epicenter of the atmosphere that we had at our club previously, is somehow we've got the South Stand, we've got the Park Lane where the atmosphere is going to come from, but the North Stand might actually become yeah, the place think, to go yeah, for. You'll get, that, you'll get that to and fro between the, uh, the home fans and the away fans. and. Uh, and as, yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited about the atmosphere. That as, as, as you say, Ross, they're in the bottom stand, aren't they? They're not in the top. Yeah. At all. They're all, all across the top tier. It's Tottenham. Yeah. And down below, there's 3,000 Palace fans ready to go. I'm proper excited. This is an incredible stadium. It's, it is like, like, like people have been saying, it's White Hart Lane on drugs. It's White Hart Lane on steroids. It's, it is our home. It's just bigger and better. Yeah. It's, it's an incredible sight. It really is.
on Bath. Right. Uh, hanging by the bins. Hanging by the bins at the White Lane station. Yeah. Um, looking at our glorious uh, stadium. The game is done. Yeah. 2 0 win. Yeah. Um, what's, what's your overall reflection of the game? My overall feeling is that is exactly what we needed. That was the medicine that we needed after a little bit of a sickness. Uh, that was the cowpole to my um, influenza. Mm. Um, I thought it might have methadone to my heroin addiction. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to go that extreme. We're not on a relegation battle. Um, but yeah, you're right. It was like, essentially, we really needed a shot in the arm. And yeah. I feel like tonight, the, the energy inside the stadium was fucking incredible. Yeah. And um, we just did a job. Like We dominated the game. Palace offered very little. And a 2-0 win at home in your in new stadium is, how, is how, how weird was the second goal? Is that like, <laughs> so I've got to share something. So we ended up sitting next to each other, didn't we? Yeah, so we, uh, we were a couple so. of blocks apart. Yeah. And then uh, you said, oh, there's two sets next to me, which is scandalous, yeah. isn't it? Which is absolutely shocking. So if you're sitting in uh, 518, row 13, and you didn't turn up tonight, yeah, and you listen to this, fuck you, mate. Because someone could have taken your ticket. A lot of people were desperate to go, and that's pissed me off a little bit. Unless there was a car crash. In which case, I'm sorry if you lost. Yeah. Uh, well, they might, they might have just been like... Not, not, they may, may they might be alive, but just in yeah. a bad way. Yeah, so like could have got there. Yeah, but either way, the ticket was fine. So give that to someone else. So um, uh, about about the stadium and about walking in, because we talked a lot before the game yeah. about going into the stadium and how it felt. The minute I got in there and I saw the crowds, like let's let's put the opening ceremony to a side for a second. <laughs> yeah. um, when when I saw the crowd was full, it was eerie how much it looked like Wyatt Lane. Mm. It was almost like like a a residual energy that that, that, that made it like Wild well, Lane. Yeah. There were times when I was kind of uh, I was watching the uh, I was watching watching the game and I I couldn't tell that it weren't Wild Lane. Yeah. I think I think like certain times like from so where my seats are is like north upper. Yeah. And sometimes when you're looking sort of straight down the line, you just forget and you just you're looking at it thinking this is Wild Lane and it just felt exactly yeah. like it used to feel. And it's only when you, you look up and you see like the like the magnificent design of the new ground yeah. that it feels different. Aside from that, the actual uh, intangibles like of being in that stadium and the way that it feels, that's what feels like White Lane, yeah. and that's something that you can't replicate. Which is why it's so important to stay in the same space. Like, like I kept looking up and thinking, I, like I can't differentiate what I experienced 18 months ago when we left White Lane yeah. from what I was watching there. And I don't, I don't know how they've done it. I don't know if the architects were briefed to say like this has got to feel like the old stadium. I can't I actually don't feel like that would benefit Spurs' business model in order to make it feel like the old White Lane. For them, I think they wanted it to be a completely new product. They've mm. upped their prices significantly because it's, it is a new product in their own words. Yeah. But when I was watching, I, I, I left all of the ticket prices, all of the lack of signings, everything else behind, and I felt like I was watching Tottenham of old. Yeah, it was very much like... Um, yeah, exactly. It, was, it felt like Tottenham evolved and it felt like going to watch the team that I love in our home. And I think that that was one of the things when they were talking about, you know, we've like contacted the very best stadium designers in the world and we've talked about the kind of acoustics in the stadium. You're all a bit like, is this just like marketing talk? And is this very much like, this is what we want people to hear rather than the truth? It was the truth, wasn't it? But it was. It That's turns out I'm... they weren't chatting shit. So I was talking to the microphone on my own when I was walking in and I was, I was like... Posing the question to myself, that it is the effort that's gone in to make this stadium as great as it is, and it is great. Yeah. Is that? Um, why would they put that much effort in if it was just about getting a certain number of uh, fans in? 
Yeah. If it was just about getting 62,000 fans in, why put the effort in making it as great as it is? Yeah, mate, it's really true. And I also think, like, I think we're, as, like, people generally, especially in that modern generation, we, like, tend to lean towards extremes. So we either view as, like, uh, owner as, like, well, why don't we just spend all the money and, like, just win the league for glory? Or we're like, oh, Levy's just all about the business and he's not interested in the club. Maybe it's just somewhere in the middle where he actually cares about the club, but he also cares about making sure that it's profitable and that the business is, like, safe and secure. Because if you kind of look at his tenure, we've got better as a football team as a football club and as a business we've also improved mm. so it's like we all pine for let's just be good on the pitch but actually like if we're being honest like we, we, we always look at the extremes and actually if you look at kind of generally what's happened we've done well on both scores really. I like what you said though about the two, and two, two kind of elements to his character that he does care about the business obviously he does he's a businessman they're an investment company and they've invested heavily but also going to reap huge rewards yeah. the thing is is that one of them is a tangible we know how much it spends how much it's cost to build a stadium we know how much it it costs to get into we know how much season tickets cost so that's a tangible you can understand that what's an intangible is improvement on the pitch and we could sign 10 players in the summer and it would it wouldn't guarantee any improvement absolutely so it's I think I, can't, I trust it I trust it now that I've gone in there I, I trust what's going on yeah and also I think like again there, there are moments in like sort of Levy's tenure where at the time you're looking at it going what are you doing like when you're when you basically we all knew he was going to get sacked yeah. I was at, at, at probably one of my lowest ebbs at the guitar game we're just yeah when we just like he was getting sacked everyone knew it he didn't he's on the touchline everyone's like singing his name mm. everyone at home there and it was just pictures of Levy sitting in the stand and we were going like this is like it's disgusting yeah. Yeah, this is disgusting but what's happened uh, we've th- got we've got significantly better not just like slightly better mm. but he's put us on a trajectory where we all as fan base at one point or another thought we might win the league like you, we, we, we were miles away from that when Yol was there and I'm not saying that Yol did a bad job because I thought he was actually the, the right trigger man. point and, yeah. the, and the right man at the right time mm. but I do think that those decisions from Levy were based on how can I make the football club better not how can I make the business better he's also made those decisions as well as the business ones I think they realise it's like hand in hand as well Yeah, that the, the football's better the business is better yeah. uh, the global audience is so important to Levy and Tottenham is that we can't have that global attraction without being great yeah so we'll see what happens but to, to go back to Tottenham tonight as, as difficult it is for us to get home now we're, what, what time is it? it's about 6am uh, 6am nah. right alone it's yeah. about 11 is it? it's about half 11 fucking hell half 11 shit I got to work tomorrow half 11 uh, we're waiting at White Hart Lane and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world like it's, I'm so happy to be back here yeah. and I, I really really enjoyed that I'm, the stadium is fucking incredible the performance was, actually quickly before we go yeah can I have a quick shout out for Danny Rose? Yeah. Ben Davies. Yeah. And the big uh, dog. Moose Sissoko. Yeah. Hero. Mate, what a ledge, mate. What a ledge. Absolutely superb performance. Yeah. Gen- generally, tonight, it was uh, going to the strictly the football. We played really well tonight. A- any part of you as, as a Spurs fan thought we're going to get done here? We could lose this. <laughs> Do you know what? When it was uh, when it was one 0 and they were having a couple of attacks, I was thinking Burnley, G- Burnley, yeah. Chris Wood, 90th minute, and I was thinking Sir Jeffrey Slup might pop up with like a, with <laughs> a 91st minute like just blopper in the top bins. But we fucking did it. It was a great day. Yeah. Absolutely, you wouldn't change a single a- aspect of it. It was fucking beautiful. Yeah, bring on City. Let's fucking let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Does your insurance agent treat you like family? Insurance Corporation is programmed to build interpersonal relationships with members of family units. We communicate on a four-name basis with all customer numbers. Only a human who knows you can create a plan that's right for you. That's why for more than 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Talk to a Farm Bureau agent today or visit fbfs.com slash protect. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other uh, and colleagues in education is is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.